0: You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 89. Every year when I was focused on my food blog, I would see an increase in traffic and email subscribers in quarter four, followed by a huge drop in traffic and unsubscribers in January. While some of this is normal, there is a lesson to be learned here. How can you turn your quarter four visitors from random page views into raving fans? In today's episode, I am sharing a few tips on how you can make this happen. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back food bloggers. I am super excited that you are tuning into this episode. If you haven't noticed, I have been doing a little bit of a mini series on quarter four the last few episodes. So if you haven't listened to episode 87 and episode 88, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. While they are not something you have to listen to before listening to this current episode, I think it'll be really helpful for you to listen to all three of them to really get a picture of what quarter four can look like for your blog. And if you are not subscribed to the podcast, I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. I'm really excited about the next series of episodes that I have coming up next month and you are not going to want to miss these episodes. So please hit subscribe and you will not miss any of those. Now, whether you are brand new to the podcast or you have been listening for a while, I am just so glad that you have taken the time to tune into today's episode and to learn more about how you can prepare your blog for quarter four. My name is Madison Wetherill and I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios and obviously the host of this podcast. We have been doing this podcast for two years now and it has been such a great opportunity for me to connect with more food bloggers like you and to really be able to create content for my web design business. We specialize over at Grace and Vine Studios in building custom websites for food bloggers who are really looking to take their blog to the next level. Our clients are often well-established in the food blogging industry and they've been blogging for five to 10 years. They often have hundreds of blog posts, if not thousands of blog posts in their archive and they're really monetized primarily through ads. Now, something that our clients are often looking to do is that they're looking to create a really unique journey through their content and really hoping to be able to have their readers be able to dive into more of their content. Like I mentioned, they often have hundreds or thousands of blog posts. And so our job is really to figure out how to create a path for their readers to find more content that they are interested in. Our team over at Grace and Vine loves to work with our clients collaboratively to create a custom website that will work well for SEO, site speed, design, and it will serve your audience because we truly believe that you don't have to sacrifice any of those things just to have a website that you're proud of. And I can honestly say that this has been something that I have really been Working my tail off over the last six years of running this business in order to be able to check all these boxes. And I'm just so proud of the work that we do for our clients. I'm so proud of the processes that we have now to be able to serve our clients at the highest level and to be able to deliver results for our clients, like increased RPM, increased site speed, and readers who are just loving the way that they can browse your content easier. So if you're ever curious about how we work with clients, or if you are considering a redesign of your website, in the next three months to a year, I would love for you to head over to the website. It is graceandvinestudios.com. And you can click on the services tab to see our different packages and specifically look into the web design package to see what type of preparation you will need to start thinking about in order to be able to redesign your website in the next few months to a year because this process can take quite a while. And so we'd love to just have our future clients be starting to think about this process and when it will work best for them in their life. So like I said, you can go over to the website, check that out. If you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to us via email and our team will get back to you and help. You figure out which package is best for you. So, one of my absolute favorite things about being a web designer and working with food bloggers in particular is that we really get to help our clients create and craft that reader journey through their website. And really, our entire process is about figuring out what your readers need and what they're looking for and really creating a website that meets that need. And so today we're talking about this idea of creating that reader journey, but specifically from the perspective of quarter four. So there's a few things that I want you to keep in mind when you're thinking about creating this experience for your quarter four readers because your quarter four readers are different than the other readers that you might have throughout the year, but there's a lot that you can learn from crafting this experience for them in particular that will apply to the other quarters of the year as well. But in general, there's a few things that are true about quarter four readers that will shape the way that you are creating this journey through your website. The first is that this is really random traffic. These are likely people who have never come across your blog before and likely people who are looking for something very specific and they're looking for a quick win to finding a recipe that they can make. I want you to really be thinking about what their search intent is during this time, because this is different than someone who is just looking for a recipe that they can make on the weekend. They are making this recipe for a family gathering, a social gathering, or just as a part of their culture in their family during this time. And they're really looking for something that they can count on to be a home run. They do not want this recipe to be a flop and to have to make something again. And often I have found for my life in particular, When I'm making recipes for events during the last quarter of the year, I often need something that is quick and easy and I know is going to taste good, and so you might find that for your readers, they're going to be looking for those things as well. And then I also want you to start thinking about how can you make it easy for your readers to want to come back to your site? Because again, people are just moving faster during this season of the year, and it is going to be hard for them to remember to come back to your website and so really what we're trying to create is a high level user experience on your website and a desire to want to come back to your website in particular for more content so the very first thing that i'm going to encourage you to do during this time of year is to add a jump to recipe button to your site now if i'm hearing you correctly you might have some groans you might have some eye rolls and that's totally okay I know the jump to recipe button has been long, something that has been just debated heavily in the food blogging industry, but here's what I can tell you. Anytime I have a conversation with somebody who is not inside the food blogging industry, they almost always bring up this jump to recipe button. And most often they're complaining about how so many food blogs do not have it. I'm not saying that you have to add this jump to recipe button year round, but I really think you can create a better experience for your readers if during this season in particular, you add this button. Now, I have had many, many, many clients test this out on their own sites, and generally speaking, they have never had an impact in their ad revenue by adding this button. Now, if you are just too terrified to try this during quarter four, that's totally fine, but it is something to test during other times of the year to see if you do have an ad revenue impact. But like I talked about in some of the previous episodes about quarter four, you're automatically going to see a higher level of traffic and higher RPMs during this time. So adding the jump to recipe button during this time is actually a really good move because even if you see an impact in your ad revenue, it's probably going to be made up by the fact that you have more people coming to your site and that you have higher RPMs to begin with. So this is a really great time to turn that on because you're likely not going to see any decrease in your ad revenue because ad revenue is already higher. And really at the end of the day, the reason that you're adding this jump to recipe button is to make your readers happy. If you're, brand new reader who has never been to your blog before comes from Google to your website and they don't see that jump to rescue button, they may already have a sour taste in their mouth. Then you add in all of the ads they're going to see and you add in anything else that you know, the general population that is not a food blogger thinks about food blogs, you're likely gonna have someone who isn't interested in coming back. So adding that jump to recipe button can help them to skip over that content that they don't think is helpful, even though we all know that it is helpful, and it will help them get to what they're looking for faster, which is the recipe card. Now, the second thing that you're going to do to start creating fans out of these random page views on your blog is to add related content right above your recipe card. Now, again, I already mentioned that people are looking for that recipe card. They want to get right to that as soon as they can, and so adding related content anywhere else in your blog post, it could get overlooked. Now there's a chance people jump to your recipe and then they go back and scroll through the content. And that does happen very often. But if you really want someone to be bought in to your website being a resource and to your website being a good food blog, you wanna have some other really interesting content right above your recipe card. I have talked about before how you can use Gutenberg blocks to create this type of block in your blog post. I would highly recommend using Gutenberg for this because it can be really easy for you to update in the future or just really it's a really easy way to do this without coding. And if you haven't used Gutenberg and you wanna get started, you can always go and check out my course on Gutenberg. You can go to graceandvidenstudios.com simplify to learn more about the course that I have that will teach you how to use Gutenberg and how to simplify your blog post process by using Gutenberg. But either way, however you want to set up this course related content, even if it's just links, having that related content as close to the recipe card as you can will help your readers to actually see it and want to click over to that content. You want this content to be super relatable to whatever post that they're on. And I talked about that a little bit when I had the episode last week about creating your content for quarter four, but really you just want this to be really relevant to them. If they're coming for something like a dessert recipe, you want to feature other holiday desserts. If they're coming for an appetizer, you want to feature other appetizers and just make sure that it's super relevant to whatever their original search intent would have been that landed on this post. The third thing that you're going to do to start turning these quarter four visitors into fans is that you are going to create a really strategic freebie for quarter four and you're going to share it everywhere. Now, when I talk about a strategic freebie, I want you to think back to what that search intent was. So if you have a cocktail blog, then maybe you want to have five easy holiday cocktails, or maybe you want to have five things that need to be on your Christmas list if you are a home bartender. Whatever it is that you think your readers would be interested in, that's what you want your freebie to be and you want it to be holiday specific. Now I want you to also put this really close to your recipe card. I want you to add a pop-up to your blog that is either time delayed, exit intent delayed, or that it is when someone scrolls a certain percentage of the way through your site, that it pops up. You can add this and make it really easy for people to want to opt in by making it really, really relevant to your brand and your brand messaging. You don't want this to be random. You want this to be something that is going to make it super obvious what your blog is about. So that if I have no interest in your home bar tools, I am not going to subscribe and that's okay. I'm really trying to encourage you to capture the people who are your people with the strategic freebie. And again, you want to share this everywhere so that people see it and they want to sign up for it. Then the fourth step, which is the really, really important caveat and next step to creating the freebie is that you are going to create an awesome welcome sequence filled with your holiday content. So you want to make sure that if you are starting this new freebie at the beginning of October, there's enough content in that welcome sequence to get through the end of the year. And what I really want to encourage you to do during this time is, really hit your readers hard with what they're looking for. So in the example I just gave, you want your welcome sequence to be all about those holiday cocktails or holiday recipes to pair with your cocktails for the remainder of the year. Now you can sprinkle in a little bit about who you are and what you do and all of those types of things, but I want you to save the typical welcome sequence that is more generic for after the holiday content is over because we want to remember that during this time, people are busy, they have lots of engagements on their calendar and they do not have time to waste. And so you really want to make sure that between that strategic freebie and that welcome sequence, that you are really nurturing these people to be your true fans. So you want to weed out the people who just signed up for the freebie and they have no interest in the content that you're gonna share in the future. But the people who stick around for this welcome sequence throughout the last quarter of the year, they are your people and they are gonna be ready to dig into the recipes that you share throughout the rest of the year. So to quickly recap the things that you're gonna do to turn your quarter four visitors into fans, one, add a jump to recipe button, or at the very least, really think about the user experience that someone is having on your website. Two, you're going to add related content right above your recipe card to help people dig into more content that they might like, or just content that will help them understand what your blog is all about. Three, you're going to create a strategic freebie for quarter four, and you're going to put it in all the places to help people subscribe to it and to get on your list so that you can capture these random visitors and have the potential to turn them into the raving fans that you want them to be. And four, the thing that is going to seal the deal and really help you to convert these people from random visitors to fans is to create an awesome welcome sequence filled with your best holiday content that you want people to dive into more. This is gonna help people to get used to opening your emails. It's gonna help them to get used to you being an expert in whatever field it is that you're an expert in. And it's going to help them want to keep coming back to your blog, not only throughout the holidays, but also in the new year when holiday content goes away and they start to want to be interested in the regular content that you share every week. I really hope this episode was helpful in understanding, you know, the reasons that people come to your blog in the first place during quarter four and how you can really walk them through this journey to become your loyal fans. Because I think the more you can really build trust with these people during this season and the faster you can get them on your email list for something that they are actually interested in, the more likely these people are going to turn into loyal fans of yours and stick around for the long term. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I can't tell you how many times I wished I had done some of these things in order to be able to capitalize on the traffic that I saw during quarter four. And so I hope that you will take at least a few of these suggestions and implement them into your content, into your plan in order to be able to start converting people into your raving fans, because this can make a huge difference in your blog in the long term to be able to craft an email and send it to people and have thousands of views come from it. And for some of you who are just getting started with email marketing, it may seem crazy, but I have seen the back end of my clients' email marketing platforms and I have seen that they drive thousands of page views from sending one email per week. And I know that's possible for you too when you start to think about this strategic journey and really just start to think about what your readers need from you and help them to find the content easily and just fall more in love with your brand. So would love to hear what you think about this episode. Would love to hear your biggest takeaway. I think your biggest action step from this episode is just to work on that strategic freebie because really if you're thinking about wanting to turn people from random page views into loyal fans, you've got to get them on your email list and you really have to start nurturing them and serving them the content that they are looking for. So that is your action step from this week. Please go over to Grace and Vine on Instagram and connect with me there. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway and I would love to chat about strategic freebies with you because it's something that I am super passionate about and kind of get nerdy about. So would love to hear your ideas and help you flesh that out. And I would love, love, love if you would subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Like I said, next month, I'm gonna have a really fun topic that you are not going to want to miss. So please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next week, friends, talk soon.